Help might come in the most dangerous places or on the darkest streets. The truth might be found in pools of lamplight. Welcome to Coruscant Nights. In episode 6, we're joined again by Mary Frances Miller playing Meryl Katunka. In the company of her new droid, they make their way to the Blacklight District to try and settle their debts with Ruby Whiplash. takes off and heads down two levels to the Blacklight District. It is always dark in the Blacklight District. The neon lights are blinking everywhere and the street goes on and on with bars and club and that sort of thing. He drops you off in front of Misty Mardigan's, a bar with atmospheric lounges. I get out of the taxi cab as quickly as possible, grab TC the protocol droid, yoink him out, stick him next to me, throw some money at the cab driver, Zooms off. And he zooms off. I look at Misty Mardigan's and immediately duck to the side of the building and start walking behind it to, uh-huh. to find the place that Arjack told me about. Yeah. So you walk the two blocks behind Misty Mardigan's and you spot a droid shop. It's got a neon sign of a binary load lifter. And uh, when its arms are down, its arms are down. But when its arms are up, it says open. So it's a little animated sign. Adorable. The sign says open. So... I walk up to the door, peek in through the windows. Mm-hmm. The place seems pretty empty. I see one man behind the counter. Yeah, so he's, I, a, he's a Keldor. He's got a big mask on his face. I see a Keldor behind the counter. So I open the door and sigh exasperatedly as I wait for TC to catch up. TC catches up. We go inside. Another droid shop. Feels like home. Oh, shut up, TC. I walk up to the man behind the counter. Hey, do you deal in assassination droids? Uh, who's asking? I'm just asking for a friend. One's gone missing, and I'm trying to track it down for him. That's very interesting. Uh, He's, like, looking around. See, maybe are you wearing a wire? Is somebody following you? I don't have anything I can talk about about assassination droids. I don't deal in assassination droids here. There's no assassination droids on the premises. Uh, nope. That's too bad. My friend Arjaka told me otherwise. Arjaka. So you do know something. I know our Jaka. Goody two-shoes. Well, he seemed to think you could help me. It'd be a shame to go back and tell him that you weren't willing to help out a friend of his. Oh, I see what you're doing. I mean, uh, yeah, a friend of our is a friend of mine. Um, but I can't... I don't have any assassin droids here. Oh, that's all right. I don't need to get one from you. I just need to know if you've seen one and can tell me who may be the owner of it. I pull out my picture and show him. Droid seller client confidentiality, you know? I could, uh, is there anything I could do to help, uh, make the things a little less confidential? Oh, you're trying to bribe me? Bribe. I'm sure, Entice. yes. How, what do you have? I can take some money. Yes. Oh, all right. Well, uh, I'm a simple man. Excellent. Yeah, well, you gotta, I mean, show me what, show me your money. I will, I will tell you what you want to know for money. Yes. How about a hundred credits? Uh, no, I'm not going to give up an assassin droid for that much. 150. I didn't sell any assassin droids, by the way. It's, that's nothing to do with me. 200. 200 is getting closer. 250, and I won't break your arm when I'm done with you. All right, now you're rolling. Now you're rolling a check. Okay. Uh, coercion again. Oh, well. Yeah. Coercion I'm not good at. Uh, two willpower. Oh my you're gosh. really good at getting those advantages. Yeah. But it doesn't help anything else. 250's not gonna cut it. All right, TC, would you call up our Jocko for me, please? Very well, mistress. 
you, you hear beeping internally as uh, TC starts calling upstairs. Uh, fine. All right. Stop. Stop calling. Stop calling the guy. He'll pull one of your arms right out of your sockets. Very true. I'd want to avoid that fate as well. Hey, listen. I don't like you, the but feeling... you're going to give me some money. The feeling's mutual. Here's 250. Now Great. tell me what you know. Thank you. Uh, Rodian bought a bought a assassin droid. Not from me. It's not from. I don't sell assassin droids. There's no assassin droids here. Is Ruby Whiplash a Rodian? Yeah. Okay. What does a Rodian look like? They are a shade of green with black to dark blue eyes, and they've got like rubbery, nubbly things on their head. Oh, okay. So, say asking what color is their was their scalp? Is that more to the point, or like uh, if it's not yeah, hair? Any distinguishing features? Okay, yeah. I'll ask that question then. This Rodian. Yeah. Male or female? Female, I think. Yeah. Any distinguishing marks or features? Uh, I think it was a Rodian. I don't know. She was wearing a helmet. Yeah, it's uh, like could have been a Rodian under there. It had that shape, you know, the whole snout. I mean, could have easily been something else. Cause I don't know. I don't know everything out there, but uh, yeah. Well, for this. Like you know, crimson jumpsuit kind of thing, though. For this Rodian. Probably, probably. For this possible Rodian that you may have met, Possibly, who didn't maybe. bring you an assassination droid that here. you definitely never saw and for sure never sold. Is there anything that you can tell me about where I might find them? Gosh, probably lives around here. How would you know that? Call it, let's call it intuition. So is your intuition going to point me in any specific direction? Not for 250 credits, it's not. I'm tired of dealing with this crook. <laughs> so I'm either going to like attack him, but I don't really want to do that. I just kind of want to rough him up a little bit. Mm-hmm. But with my luck, I'd kill him. Yeah. So I'm a little stuck here. All right, so this droid shop is pretty different than Arjak's droid shop. Arjak had useful droids, things you translate, things that help pilot ships, that sort of thing. Down here, you've got probe droids and droids that look fairly menacing that probably do the same thing as the droids upstairs. Lots of like remotes, little floaty balls and stuff that could be useful for spying on people or sneaking around. Tell you what. Yeah, what? I'll give you more money. Okay. For one of these droids. Oh, all right. And I'll pay you if you do a little tweaking on my TC unit here so they can walk a little faster. (laughs) Yeah, a lot of people ask for that one. All right. TC, whatever, get up on the table here, face down. And uh, he starts working on TC. Starts working on, like, the servos in the back of her legs. All right, what do you... I start walking around the shop. Yeah. Looking around. He calls back. Anything you're looking for, besides information I don't have. Yeah, well... I'll let you know if I see something that strikes my fancy. Mm-hmm. You see that he has a lot of uh, military model droids. A lot of things to help with interrogations and yeah. surveillance. I'm walking past shelves of military model droids and nothing that I can really use or need. I'm fine doing my own torturing. Don't need a tracking droid because that's what I do. I start walking past one shelf and something catches my eye. And I take a few steps backward. A shield remote. Now that would come in useful. I pick it up. How much for this? What, that shield remote? Uh, 1100 Seems a bit steep for a shield remote. Hey, it's standard price. Thing's homemade. Put a lot of hours into it. Does it have anything special that normal shield remotes don't have? Uh, it's, again, standard. Standard stuff. Well, where I come from, standard price runs no more than 800 I mean, it'll protect you. It's got a general purpose scanner. It's got... Uh, reinforced plating in the front. Um, I know it's pretty good. 
I'll pay your ridiculous price if you give me the information I need. Uh, wait, what information was that again? Where can I find this person? You seem to know where they live and you're not telling me for some reason. I told you they live around here. Uh, I don't know. I guess, I guess, I guess I might have seen them the other night. Interesting. I mean, I saw what could be them. No helmet. Same red jumpsuit, but you know, red jumpsuits. Everyone's got a red jumpsuit. My mom's got a red jumpsuit. Yes, they're very in right now. So this red jumpsuited individual with no helmet. Yeah. Describe him to me. Uh, Rodian. Red lipstick, red mohawk thingy, green blue skin. Uh, lady, I think. I knew it. Finally, some useful information. Fine, I'll pay your ridiculous price just for that. So I throw the money on the counter. Yeah, droid's almost done. It's going to be another 1100 Not happening. Parts, come on, service. I've been standing here. You've done nothing but rearrange what was already there. 15 I could have been doing other important things. You were standing here. Come on. You really like to argue with people who just try to make a living, don't you? You know what? You're trying to swindle me. I have no problem with people making a living. Come on, man. Fine, fine. 900. All right, fine. Still highway robbery. But you've been a little bit helpful with the information. Point me in a direction, in the right direction, and I'll be out of your hair. Uh, well, it's a l- probably a little early. It's what? I don't know. There's no day. There's no light around here. Yeah. It's probably probably a little early in the day, but you could try Misty Mardigans. Thank you. Come on, TC. Let's go. The Keldor helps TC down from the table. Calls after you as you leave. Enjoy your remote. I noticed that TC is walking pretty well. A little and faster. Seems to be able to keep up with me a lot better. He did an alright job. Yeah, he did an okay job. I feel kind of bad for being so hard on him. So as I leave, uh, before I close the door behind me, I toss him a few uh, the difference between his original asking price for the repair. Oh, hey, thanks. No worries. Just don't tell anyone I was here. Yeah, okay. So I leave and close the door behind me. My lips are sealed. Unless someone's got money. Yeah. Close the door behind me and... Head to Misty Mardigan's. Mm-hmm. This part of town, it looks like the party never stops. What is? What am I doing with Ruby? That's a great question. What like when doing? I find her, am I just killing her? I don't know. Well, can, is she supposed can to you re- prove yet that Ruby? Well, if she set shows up, up, I think it will definitely be. If she shows up with that droid, yeah, then a hundred percent, it will be Ruby setting me up. Yeah, but if the droid's not with her, no, yeah. I don't have anything else. So I don't want her to see me unless I can see her with that droid. Yeah. So I don't want to confront her unless she shows up at Misty Martigan's with the droid. That's really the linchpin mm-hmm. to the whole thing because that's the only identifiable thing. Um, okay. So I walk to Misty Martigan's. The... Yeah, Misty Martigan's is brightly lit, sort of uh, oasis of neon in this dark, dark level. There are a couple entrances in front, and as you go in, there's. it seems like this place is always crowded. There are a bunch of people here. One long bar with two bartenders attending. They're doing like tricks with bottles and stuff. There are a few high top tables here and there. There are booths around the edges of the room. And off on the back wall there are a few what look like airlocks with neon signs above them displaying what kind of air is behind them. Do Rodians need to breathe certain air? No. Okay, so she doesn't have any reason to be over there. Yeah. I scan the bar and I look for a place that would give me a good vantage point of both entrances while keeping me relatively hidden. Yeah, you you see a good-looking booth. Make my way over to the booth. It's positioned perfectly, but there's a stupid light shining right down on top of my head. I look around, make sure no one's watching me, and reach up with my repulsor fist and punch the light out real quick. 
It's very dark in this corner now. It's perfect. Yeah, it's, it's still super early in the morning. There are a lot of people here, but no obvious sign of Ruby. As I glance around the bar and observe the things going on, I notice that not many people are actually drinking. It looks like there are more business deals going down than anything else. There are many business deals going down. There are also, on some of the tables, it looks like there are little respirators that people are like puffs of, of helium and carbon monoxide and different stuff. There's a little computer that you can punch in the like combination of gases that you want. Seems like just the place someone like Ruby would come to, to find her next hit. You... I'm planning on just like kind of hanging out yeah. here and watching. Yeah. Yeah. And because even when she shows up, I don't want her to see me for a while. I want to see who she's talking to, what she's doing. Does she have, you know, yeah. the droid with her? That kind of thing. Yeah. So time goes by. They they only have snacks here. They don't have real food. But you you order some sustenance to keep you going through the day. And after some hours go by, you finally spot the person that you think is probably Ruby Whiplash. I notice someone in a red jumpsuit with a helmet on. Yeah. I make sure. No, a red jumpsuit with no helmet. With no helmet on. Yeah. Some with a red jumpsuit and no helmet on. From this distance, they've only just walked in, so I can't tell very clearly. So I keep watching, waiting for them to walk underneath the light. Walking under the light, you see that they've got the red lipstick. They've got the red mohawk that you associate with Ruby Whiplash. It's her signature hairdo. It is Ruby Whiplash. It's, it's in her like normal day mode. She goes by her Rodian name, Sira. Sira. Yeah. Okay. Her name is Sierra. So Ruby Whiplash is her working name? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's a working girl. <laughs> there she is, right when she walks under the light. I see the distinct red mohawk and bright red lipstick that could belong to nobody but my arch rival, Ruby Whiplash. I push a little deeper into the booth to make sure she really can't see me. You move a little deeper into the, the shadow of the booth and Ruby walks up to the bar. She is waving at people that she knows. There's lots of people in the bar that she seems to know. And she starts talking to the bartenders. She leans on the bar, uh, puts her chin on her knuckles, and starts flirting with the bartender. Is there a droid with her? There's no droid with her. Alright, so I'm just gonna watch her until I see something that okay. I can use. Yeah, she I don't really have anything else to do. is really just sort of hanging out, just talking to people. It's like she just knows people, likes to talk to people, and likes to be noticed. Typical Ruby. Such a showboater. <laughs> and she finds a seat, keep watching. The people that she's sitting with, there is an, an Ishi Tib in a dark suit with a Duros and a Trandoshan. Wasn't an Ishi Tib? Who owned yeah. the first assassination droid? Yeah. Jan Jan Jarvis? What was his name? <laughs> I don't remember. It was something like that. Um, it was Thassa. Thassa Ver. Thassa Ver. Are there images in the database of who owns the droids? There are not. Okay, so I wouldn't recognize. No, you just got a name. <clears throat> I just know that it's an Ishi Tib. Yeah. Named Thassa Ver. Yeah. Okay. Am I close enough to hear that? No. Okay. Do I notice any droids with this group of people that she's talking to? Suddenly dawns on me that maybe droids aren't allowed in this bar. I know TC waited outside. TC waited outside? Mm -hmm. I didn't ask her to, but she just didn't follow me in, so I didn't think to push the issue. Yeah, droids tend to not be welcome in bars because they don't drink. They're not going to buy anything. They don't want to take up the space. You watch them have a conversation, and Ruby gets up and leaves. The two people that were standing around with the issue tip 
take the booth seats that Ruby was sitting in and start talking to the initiative. Would Streetwise help me with like eavesdropping? Streetwise would help you track Ruby if you wanted to go track Ruby. Okay. Perception would help you with eavesdropping. Okay. I'm going to do Streetwise, do a Streetwise check, and I'm going to slide out of my booth and exit. Okay. So you uh, try and follow Ruby. Slide out of your booth, push your way through the crowd, and exit. Misty Mardigans, where TC is waiting for you alone. Yeah, roll a streetwise to try and track Ruby down. I have two streetwise and two cunning. So it's two yellows and two. You're gonna play a game with no triumphs. Mm -hmm. Why are you rolling so bad? I got one triumph. You didn't get a triumph, did you? Yeah, earlier I did. Okay. I got one triumph during the fight. That was Uh, when I exploded his head. No, you didn't. You didn't get a triumph. I thought you said I did. No, you just rolled really you rolled four successes i'm rolling badly because i'm tired (laughs) yeah you have an advantage so you can't really tell which way ruby went did tc notice follow me mistress and she starts quickly shuffling (laughs) to the west follow behind tc with my shield what's it called uh your shield remote with my shield remote hovering nearby okay so you walk down this busy street and as you keep walking the crowd gets thinner and thinner and the neon lights get replaced by periodic street lights tc are you sure she went this way yes i'm not quite sure how far she went though all right just don't take me down any creepy dark alleys you come to a four-way intersection flipping a dark side over for you and leaning under one of the street lights is ruby whiplash waiting for you well hello there ruby fancy meeting you here yeah fancy meeting you here You've been busy. Really didn't expect you to make it this far. Yes, I know. I know you didn't. But now that I did, I think it's time for you to come clean and tell me what you've been up to. Oh, I didn't do anything. Hmm. Well, I have some footage that says otherwise. Oh, yeah. Bad footage. Cost quite a bit to get that made. What's your end game, Ruby? What did you have to gain out of this? It's competition, baby. It's all part of the game. You won't be the first one, you won't be the last. Well, I may not be the first. And I may not be the last. But you're definitely not coming out of this alive, Ruby. You've made some very poor decisions. And really, throwing my picture around for others to see, that was a bad idea. Don't forget your name. Attached your name to that picture, didn't I? Yeah. It's pretty good. Really not smart of you to remind me of that, Ruby. Sorry, but it's time for you to die. You really want to play it this way? It's the only way I can play it, Ruby. You forced my hand. All right. She snaps her fingers. Roll initiative. Were you expecting a fight? Yeah. You roll cool. I was itching for a fight. Two success, one advantage. Um, you want to roll it for your your TC? I do. Oh, what's TC? What is what is TC? Get? TC's gonna use vigilance. I don't think TC is ever expecting a fight. Uh, one success, one advantage. All right, you have the first and third spots. Okay. How far away am I from Ruby? A close range. You are within 20 feet of her. Okay, so I will need to use my rifle. I mean, you can close the distance. And repulse her fister? If you wanted to. Would would a running attack give me any disadvantages? Nope. Oh, okay, well, let's do that. All right, so what do you do? Ruby, it's time for me to wipe that smirk off your face. I start running towards Ruby and take a flying leap when I get close enough with my right arm outstretched, repulsor fist at the ready. Okay. Um, two and two yellow, because brown is three. 
Macron is three and so and it's two rank. So it's two yellow, one green. Two yellow. Oh, two yellow, one green. Yeah. And the bad rolling continues. You start running at Ruby and you jump with your repulsor fist ready, and Ruby just sidesteps and you land on one foot at sort of an awkward angle and stumble forward a little bit. Ruby's a little better than you thought she would be. You take a strain. Do I have a shield card? Thank you. Just so I can So know. yeah, read it's it's got a skill. Okay. Um, bodyguard talent. Once per round, a shield remote may suffer one wound to take the bodyguard maneuver to protect an engaged ally. Till the end of the shield remote's next turn, upgrade the difficulty of all combat checks targeting protected ally once. Cool. All right. So you get one disadvantage, basically. To upgrade means I get a red. Oh, I see. Okay. Are you doing that? Yes. Yes, yes. All right, so it's taking one wound. How many wounds does it have? Six. Six? Six wounds. What did I give you? You gave me six extra <laughs> wounds to use. <laughs> I need it the way I'm rolling tonight. <laughs> okay, look at that. All right. I can't. What did happen? All right, so um, you run at Ruby. She steps aside, and as she's stepping aside and you're sort of stumbling forward, she grabs this... It looks like three, a triangle of little spears, and she lets them down as she starts swinging them around next to her, and she throws it at you. And they spin in the air, and you can see that there's a net attached to them, and they bounce off the ground right below where your foot was and skitter off into the distance. And now it's TC's turn. Oh, TC. Bless you. Well, TC can't fight. Yeah. So, TC. What is TC going to do? You can tell TC to do something. Is there anything like a frequency or noise or anything nearby or like something that would annoy her or cause, you know, throw her off her game? So the way I'm picturing this is that it's a cross street. There are streets going uh, north, south, east, west. Uh -huh. um, it's pretty dark. Maybe these buildings are apartments. We're away from the entertainment area on this level. Uh-huh. We have established in previous games that there are um, common booths every once in a while. Okay. Because it's uh, noir-ish, so phone booth makes sense. Mm -hmm. But you guys are just bathed in four corner streetlights right now. Okay. Well, you nobody... can add some set dressing if you want. There could be like sewer grates and stuff. Sure, like that. but there's nobody that I would want TC to call because I work alone. I don't have yeah. any allies or friends or anything. Yeah. I would just yell at TC to get out of the way. TC, get out of the way! TC says, Oh dear. And starts shuffling into the quickly. darkness. Shuffling quickly. Yeah, quickly shuffling. Correct. But TC's not alone in the shadows here. Uh oh. Out of the darkness, a red bolt of light shoots and singes your thigh. Ah! And six damage minus your. So. My leg stings and I'm in shock. Who shot me? I stand up. Not a deep wound and didn't hit me very hard, but it's enough to make me angry and wake me up out of my stupor. I gotta do better than this. I look around to see where the shot came from. It came from the darkness in one of the corners of this intersection. I yell, TC, go check it out! Yes, mistress. My attention has to be focused on Ruby right now, though. So I turn back to her and go back on the offensive. Okay, so I'm gonna use my repulsor fist again. Yep, so it's gonna be difficulty two. Oh yeah, one green, two yellow. Yep. And you want to like 
aim it or anything. Yes. So you take a blue. She's wearing armor. Oh. Like actual armor. Okay. Rather than just fancy clothes. So even though I'm aiming for her face. Yeah. The pain in my leg has served to sharpen my senses. It was the wake-up call I needed. I focus all my energies and I feel a certain force flowing through me. Flipping a light side Flipping to dark a light side. to upgrade a green to a yellow. I take aim and ready my fist. <laughs> finally. <laughs> finally a good hit. <laughs> I finally did so many good things. <laughs> About time. All right, so your base damage is eight. Is that correct? Yes. It's plus eight, right? Plus eight. So it's your brawn plus that. So base damage is 11. Correct. 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. Did I explode her head? So as soon as Ruby saw you coming back at her, she pushed a button on her neck and her helmet started to... Uh, encase her head. Your technology beat her technology. And your punch hit home. As the helmet closed up, Ruby flew backward and landed on the ground, unmoving. I breathe a sigh of relief, but the fight's not over. I have to figure out what shot me in the leg. Yeah. TC, what was that? Since Ruby's down, it's that whatever that is. It's their turn. Oh, okay. I can't rest. I, I know there's someone else out there fighting me, so I turn around towards the shadows again. You see a droid walk out of the shadows, aiming a blaster pistol at you. Oh boy. He attempts to shoot you multiple times, but they, Ricochet they go wide as TC walks up to this droid and starts batting it with her <laughs> metal hands. <laughs> I recognize the droid immediately from the from the footage. Uh, it's the assassination droid with the strange markings that I've been trying to find. Yep. You see the red swirl on its shoulder. This is just the confirmation I needed. The ruby whip. The ruby whip. This was all the confirmation I needed to confirm for me that ruby was indeed behind all these attacks and this assassination droid was working for her. I pull out my blaster rifle. It's my turn, right? Uh, it's TC's turn. Oh, it's TC's turn. And, he, but and then just, it's your turn. He's just batting the thing, though. She's just she's hitting just, him. Yeah. <laughs> That's all she's doing. She can't really do much more. She's literally nothing. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, TC, can you, can, can you get out of the way now, please? TC, yes. TC just move. Yes, mistress. She backs oh, up. I can do athletics. I can use enhance with my athletics. You can. Perfect. Can I use my athletics and my repulsor fist at the same time? Technically, no. Okay. Yeah, I don't want it to shoot me again. And it's assassination droid. It's literally programmed That's to kill me. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not. I don't want to. I don't want to risk anything. Take any more chances. So I rush the droid with my repulsor fist ready. Got it. Okay. And I take. Make sure you take your two strain. Yes. Okay. Dang it. So I have. No, that's it. That's two hits and a threat. Oh, because those cancel each other. Yeah, tell me how you destroy this droid. It's just shaped like an R2 unit. Is that right? It's, it's a little bit more anthropomorphic. Okay. Yeah. So it has arms and legs. Yeah. Okay. And any head to speak of? Or is um, it just kind of flat across? It does. We'll say that it's got sort of a tube-like head. Okay. Almost like IG-88. Okay. But mm-hmm. not quite. Got it. All right. A little more basic. I rush at the assassination droid with my repulsor fist. 
I punch him in the chest, and it busts a hole into its core. With my with my Calarian arm, I hold onto its shoulder so it'll stop moving. With my bionic arm, I grab it, its other arm and rip it off. I can do that, right? I guess, sure. I'm pretty strong. Sure. I grab my other arm and rip it off, and it starts leaking fluid and juddering and short-circuiting and sparking everywhere. I let it fall to the ground, and I watch as it shudders out. Also, listeners, don't correct us when we use the repulsive fist for two turns in a row, even though it has to recharge between turns. We make the rules here. We make the rules. That's the fun of this game, is that you can do whatever you want. Throw the rule book out the window and just play. Yeah, you're 12 years old. What do you know? (laughs) (laughs) Ruby whiplash is down on the ground. TC is wandering around in circles. What is Meryl going to do next? Well, done all I can here, I guess. Cleared up that issue. I pull out the data pad and I call TC over and tell TC to wipe all record of that footage off of the Clone Trooper database. You're gonna have to roll to see if TC can do that. Yeah, what do I roll? It's uh, computers with intellect. He doesn't have computers. How is that possible? TC's not an R2 unit. Oh, but it has three intellect. Yeah, so it's going to be three greens. All right. It's going to be two purples and a red, because I'm flipping a dark side point. Of course you are. It's a success. Come on. Yeah, and then what are you going to do? Yeah, three threats. Um, (laughs) Yes, mistress. And TC plugs a little cord. From her USB side, cable <laughs> uh, into an auxiliary port on the side of the data pad, and all footage has been wiped from the clone network. Perfect. Thanks, TC. Let's get out of here. And I've accidentally triggered an alarm. <sighs> TC, when did you trigger it? Who's coming for us? Uh-huh. How much time do we have? Thirty seconds ago. Oh my gosh. two four seven. We have approximately five minutes. Son of a gun, dark TC. What's the quickest way out of here? I'm calling a taxi. If we head north, we should end up at the docks in a matter of minutes. Can we do this on foot? Yes. Well, get to run, TC. And I start running towards the docks. You start running towards the docks, TC uh, waddling quickly after, and you two disappear into the darkness of the Western Blacklight District. A few minutes later, some clone troopers arrive on the scene. They pick up the body of Ruby Whiplash and they take a look at this droid. One of the clone troopers has some blue markings on his armor and he looks at the droid and it seems like he's like thinking for a second and he pulls out a data pad and he looks looks back and looks at the arm of the droid and a red swirl on it. And he, he looks at a data pad and looks a little, a little confused because this thing that he knew was there isn't there anymore and we see him talking to another one of the clones and gesturing and being confused and they load up the two bodies onto their patrol boat and fly away. TC and I make it to the docks. Mm-hmm. I look behind us and there's no one following us. Nope. I look for a ship that looks small enough for me to handle on my own and something that's abandoned that I could easily hijack. You notice a Delta 12 Sky Sprite. It is an arrowhead shaped ship with blue markings on it. You know it's the ship that Jedi tend to like to drive. And its cockpit is open. It's R2 units. Not there. It's one of the rare models with two seats. Perfect. TC, come on. We're going to that ship. Yes, mistress. We climb on board, 
and I see that it's a familiar setup. I've flown ships with this similar setup before. Kuat systems. Ships tend to be kind of the same on the inside. Exactly, and I'm really familiar with that setup. I close the door and ready the engines for takeoff. Yeah. I warm up the thrusters. Yeah, this ship on its own doesn't have uh, hyperdrive capabilities, but I'm sure you could retrofit it later on. No one's following me yet, so I know that I still have a pretty good head start. Yep. So I take off, fly off into the Coruscant night, just glad to be getting off this filthy planet. The end. Cool! Thanks for playing. Yeah. Thanks for listening to another episode of Coruscant Nights. Thanks to Mary Francis for playing in this session. Follow Mary Francis's adventures in Spain on Instagram at mfinspain. Thanks to Nick Scourin for our music. You can find more of his music at pro-am.bandcamp.com. You can find us on social media at Coruscant Night on Twitter and at Coruscant Nights on Instagram. You can email us at CoruscantNightsPod at gmail.com. Love the show and want to show your support? Leave us a five-star review on iTunes and stop by our Patreon for extra Star Wars goodness. Now stay tuned for a preview of next week's episode. Love the show. Hey, stop. (laughs) The door slides open and you walk into the airlock. The door slides closed behind you and the one in front of you opens. And this room seems like it's like filled with smog. You, you can barely uh-huh. see about four feet ahead of you. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna push forward. You can tell that it's not a not a really big room. It's sort of like a sauna. There are benches along the walls where people can sit, small tables where they can put their drinks down. I'm gonna see him very quickly if he's in here. Yeah. So there, yeah, there are a couple people in this room. I uh, announced to the room. Looking for a gan named Borgus. He's under arrest. One person stands up, and you hear him talking. You don't understand a word he is saying. Uh, right, right. Just, uh, maybe, maybe if you point it, <laughs> that would be helpful. It is the guy you're looking for. <laughs> Is he, is he still wearing his red robe? Yeah, he's wearing the red robe, but he doesn't have his, his mask on. So he looks different. He's got, like, a bug face. Looks, looks all gross. Okay. Yeah. Get your mask on. You're coming with me.